From Relay FM, this is The Pen Addict, episode 452. Today's show is brought to you by ExpressVPN, Pen Chalet, and Harry's. My name is Mike Hurley, and I'm joined by Brad Dowdy. Hi, Brad Dowdy. Hey, Mike Hurley. How's the monarchy treating you these days? I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> people keep people keep doing this to me, and, and I... <laughs> I just don't want to talk about it. It's terrible. I don't want to talk you mean, about it. You mean I wasn't original, Mike? Come on. You weren't original. You weren't original. No. Believe it or not. Everyone Trust wants me. my opinions. Uh, I have money. like, I have nothing other than the, the person who sent me the, the pin meme yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like, I have no clue about any of that. I just mm-hmm. wanted to give you a hard time. So, how's the theme system journal going, Mike? I'll get us back on track real back quick. Back in stock, baby. As of yeah. right now, CortexMerch.com. You can go and buy yourself a theme system journal. Uh, it's been live for an hour. We've already sold 10, I think, what, 10% more than, no. Yeah, about 10%, maybe 20% of our inventory is gone. It's so, like, you told me the number. I know you know how to answer this question. Well, the reason I don't know how to answer is because the number keeps changing, Brad, and I need to, I need to redo the math, because uh, it's not, not the easiest thing in the world to do, so I can, I'm doing the math right sure. now. Okay, Especially so live. Many. Uh, now I need to open... Uh, I, and I have to remember how to do this math. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That amount. Uh, we sold 17% of our inventory so far. In an hour. Uh, in and an a hour, half, hour and yes, a half. An yeah. hour and 10 minutes. That's so a huge number. Things are moving fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. Congratulations. I'm glad the timing has worked out. I know it was a nail biter. Yep. Yeah, we ended up just uh, pulling the trigger on it. So I think, did I mention on the show that we were dealing with the VAT thing? No, we were just doing that on the B-sides. Okay, so we're dealing with, with like trying to get the VAT all set up in the UK. Which That's that, what... we did we did talk about that in general. Yes. So Cotton Bureau, the incredible people at Cotton Bureau have been jumping through all the hoops necessary to try and get that done. Um, but unfortunately... They have been waiting 30 days for a 15-day process so far <laughs> with uh, the government here. So it kind of got to the point where we needed to just do it because it's it's not a... like the, It's a large percentage, but it's not that high a percentage, the UK orders, for, for what we're doing. Um, and so I couldn't hold up the journals for literally yep. everyone. You can buy one and you can get it sent to you and you will get charges and it might be an issue uh, if you're in the UK. I've bought another one just to see what happens. Like, will right. it come to me or not? Um, my current uh, experience is these things are coming, but they're, they're, getting, they're slow or they're maybe getting sent back. And we're holding a bunch more extra than we normally do, like back just in case. And as soon as Cotton Bureau have the go-ahead, we're gonna they're gonna implement the system, so you'll be able to see all of your taxes and everything up front and pay it up front. Um, but unfortunately, there was just there just uh, there just wasn't enough time left for me to put these on sale and make sure that we could get them landing with people before the end of the month, which was my key really, because there will be many people that journal runs out. Uh, at the end of March, so they need a new one. And I will just say, I don't go to this too much, I'm sure me and Gray will have this conversation, but I'm giving myself a huge pat on the back here because I finally bloody did it and had them arrive 
in time. This is the first <laughs> time I have ever had these journals arrive at the time that I needed them to arrive. And so we may finally be getting there with like a how to manage inventory uh, of this product. But then in the end, as we always know, there's always something. <laughs> oh, there's always something. Oh, this yeah, time, yeah, yeah. This time it's the back end, but you did your job. Oh, we had all other kinds of problems getting them through customs. But th- the point yeah. was like I left enough. I left what I thought was a comfortable window and I had that comfortable mm-hmm. window. So mm-hmm. the thing that trips me out the most about this is someone who shipped things all over the world is you deal with uh uh, weights and measurements that I don't ever have to deal with. Like you deal with tonnage, yeah, and uh, I don't ever have to deal with that. Yeah, because you're not shipping a manufactured product in its entirety from place to place, are you? Mm-hmm. Like, like I do. Like they're made in well, one I, place. Well, I am. I ship pin cases in bulk, like from the factory, but they're in they're light enough to be able to, you know. Oh yeah, of carrier course. Type yeah, stuff. of course. I was thinking. I was thinking like uh, overseas, but of course you're you're yeah, moving yeah. them around the U.S. still. So. Mm-hmm. so yeah great stuff we have Let's more important stuff to talk about yeah. today um, but you can go to cortexmerch.com if you want to pick up a journal thank you if you do so we are going to be talking about the spoke design fountain pen launch a little bit later on in the episode yeah. but we have some follow up and mini stuff to get to uh, the pilot decimo capless wish I'll put a link to an Instagram post from Fuday fan Mm-hmm. And uh, Jacobs like basically shared this. This is a 17th anniversary pen for a Japanese retailer, which mm-hmm. is called Usagiya, I believe. It would be pronounced somewhat something like that. Um, this is a very beautiful vanishing point, basically. And Jacob made some really great point on the Instagram post is that there is a clear trend. Pilot does Pilot does make interesting pens, going back to what we were talking about last week, but they're mostly retailer or country-exclusive, hard-to-get models. Mm-hmm. I'd even go take that a little bit further. Like, yes, this has been true for a long time with Pilot, but where they differentiate on this from Sailor is just the scope and the scale, right? Mm-hmm. They're made to almost never come up for sale, right? You would never... rare Like, any regular consumer would never have the opportunity to purchase one of these. And that's yes. kind of a, that's kind of like elaborating on the point that Jacob's making, making these for store specifics and, you know, uh, for their customer bases and stuff, which is cool. Awesome. I mean, like, go for it, lean into it. They do some really cool stuff. Like, these are stunning, right? I saw these a few weeks ago. Uh, I forget who was sharing them, but they were. I saw the, uh, the black trim one. Um, I was like, oh, that that's a pretty cool vanishing point. And then I saw the silver trimmer. Silver like, trimmer yeah. is amazing. Ooh, I goodness that's, gracious. That's the image to lead with, in my yeah, opinion. That's, yeah, that's the, they led with the wrong image, even though yeah. the first one's great, like on its own and individually. But when you stack them next to each other, there's I think there's a clear winner. But like the I think the, the point of the discussion still stands, right? Sailor it has created an opportunity for their super fans to dip their toes in the water if they want to, you know, they still have to jump through a little bit of hoops and things like that. Like this is almost a non-starter for pilot super fans, mm-hmm. right? As far as access goes, like you can get it, but like how many jumps you're going to hoop, uh, have to jump through to, to, to get there where sailor used to be that way in the beginning and pilots there now, but also shows no signs of changing how they do, which is perfectly fine. Like I have no problem with what pilot does with pilot is doing what they think is in their best interest. Right. I think it's just a, an interesting discussion to have on how 
different these two brands take things and um it's just that i i want more from pilot i'm being selfish that way right but um you know pilot wants to do their own thing and they have every right to do so it's just a shame yeah. i consider it you a know. shame yeah well maybe maybe one day we'll get what we want but um like last week's pen is, is not it like no. it's fine it's it's just not it and like when i saw this link come across my twitter feed mike of this sailor what's this sailor pin called that i showed you, where, uh, <laughs> you i was so. i did a google translate on it and i think it's probably mm-hmm. fair for us to call it sakura at night okay and it's it's the it's the i call it I, this company name is so weird it's kakri mm-hmm. like they've been around for a little a while they've done some collaborations um with sailor before but they've taken the standard um pro gear and we started to see some of the external artwork. Like they've done some cherry blossom stuff in the past. Like we saw some of these last year. You might yep. even have one of these. Did no, you, I wanted to get one, get one, but I didn't. I didn't do it. I, I was okay. really tempted. And again, I am really tempted again. Because this <laughs> one is, is I think, for everything the last one was, this one is also beautiful because uh, the previous ones were pink and the body mm. of the pen yes. was pink. And then it was like Sakura, you know, pink Sakura uh, flower painted on it, like cherry blossom. And mm-hmm. uh, now the pen body is blue, which is also very interesting. So my point was when I saw this product come across my Twitter feed, my reply was, I look at this and then I think about the Pilot Custom SE and giggle. Because this was right after we had talked about the Pilot Custom SE. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they are not playing on a level playing field. <laughs> No, <laughs> like this is this is almost unfair. Yep, to pilot and but it also makes me giggle. I was like, pilot has no interest in this, mm-hmm. and which is cool. Again, like I'm not complaining about pilot. I'm just wish casting, right? Brad, so, I've just it, done it, that terrible thing that I always do, which is going to Pensachi's website because I thought, <laughs> you know, maybe maybe they'll have this on there at some point. I don't know. And I just found, uh, you know, because you can't help but poke through their site when you're on it. And they they have a profit there, which mm-hmm. looks like, tell me what this looks like. I'll put a link in the show notes. You tell me okay. what this profit reminds you of visually. Uh, the the um, gold web. The vacuumatic um, gold web, Parker, right? vacuumatic gold web, yeah. Isn't that cool? Golden web. That is cool. I like how it they did that. It looks just like it. I wonder what the texture is. Is that just exterior or is that built into the material? Who knows? Mm, very cool. Fun. But I'm going to close yeah. this tab now because otherwise Sorry. I'll get lost in Pensachi. <laughs> oh, it's it's a, a Mackie. So the, I read, now that I read the description, it's so it's exterior to the material. That's like, the way I read that's that. That's $100, that pen. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the, we get two in the box. One is like this little, like a brush. Mm-hmm. It's a nice little set for 100 bucks. I mean, you're getting yeah, what is it? It'd be a steel nib, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what I like. Like, I love this type of stuff, right? Like the, the the lower price point, unique designs, right? Like, don't phone in your low your low end products just because you're awesome at the higher end products. Like when you put some a little bit of care and 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 touch into these these lower end products, like that's that's what moves the needle. In, in oh, this opinion. is a calligraphy set. This one. Oh, it's got a. I see. It's. I'm not reading the description, it's but it's got, got like a food a nib. nib on it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's great. Mm-hmm. Like I love everything about that, especially the price. The price and the originality. Like I don't ask for much. Talking about love, 
We didn't mm-hmm. actually follow up on this. A couple of weeks ago, you spoke about uh, you had ordered and it arrived your first Platinum Ultra Extra Fine. <laughs> yeah. And you posted yeah. on Instagram uh, how much you love it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I am... This is going to be one of the... Gosh, it may be singular in pins that I keep inked up all the time. Oh, wow. It's, a, it's that good of a thing. It fills that pilot high-tech c 0.3 millimeter need for me that's so wild like to think a pen like this filling the 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 high-tech c like (laughs) yeah 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 it might even be finer than 0.3 it might be like 0.25 it's just it's a real pleasure to write with it's very consistent it's very sharp like i've done no tweaking to the nib this was right out the box it was perfect and i've gone so far as to just buy ink cartridges just for it like i've bought a set of the um the platinum's permanent black ink cartridges. Mm-hmm. I'm loving that's the, another thing. I'm loving the black ink again because of this nib and this pen. Um, and I want to try a different uh, cartridge. So I'm using platinum stock black ink cartridge, and then they have their carbon black, which is their pigmented. I want to see if the UEF can handle that ink. I think it can, at least from people I'm talking to. Huh. So I'm gonna give that a shot because it's a it's a very neat ink and it's it's permanent and it it's got a really really good color and something about those fine sharp black lines just really gets me going like that's the original Japanese gel pen ink line that I've been looking for for all these years and I could have I've you know there's plenty of options I got plenty of other pens that can write this fine but this one just is really checking all the boxes. And I like, I want to use it all the time. Like it's just, it's a really, really great pen. And I, I should not have waited this long for it. This is, I saw this headline that you put in the notes and I couldn't <laughs> get my head around it. Mm-hmm. So Apple Boom, uh, who are a, are they Dutch? Yes. A Dutch based pen uh, store. We talk about them a lot because they get, some pens before anybody else. What is the brand that they tend to have first? A lot. I mean, they're big time right. in my book. Like they're they they're are one of the larger player. European uh, yeah. companies. Uh, they, Molly yeah. says in the chat it means apple tree, which makes sense because mm-hmm. that's their logo. It's like a little mm-hmm. apple tree. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. have bought a pen store, which makes sense. It's in Boston. <laughs> 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 What's going on here? I don't know, but I love it. Like I've I got this message from a reader yesterday. Um, so Chris, thank you for sending me this because I hadn't heard of it until then. I got on Twitch stream and the news was around, and we were talking about it a little bit. But um, you know, I've dealt with uh, uh, Yoast Appleboom before, who is the owner of Appleboom, and just super, super great guy, super easy to work with. He's very supportive of the stationary community as a whole aside from running like a top tier fountain pen storefront um so, you know they have their location in the netherlands and Brad, they also have a store in australia what oh this is an office it's not open for visiting yes. but they have an office in australia yeah so turns out they've had an office in the states for a while because I, I reached out to Yoast and sent him a, I just emailed him like late last night, had a few questions, hoping he'd get it this morning and, and shoot me an email back. And he did. Mm-hmm. And he let me know 50% of their customers are in the US, which is wow. shocking. And they were distributing from Europe? Yep. Like shipping from well, Europe? 
they already had an office in the U.S. Right. So I think there may be like maybe some of the brands ship from there. I don't right. know. It's right. a very complex web, but it just I, I think it's like a super positive kind of thing and a super interesting feel yeah. about the whole idea that this Dutch pen company who let's be perfectly frank is excellent, right? No, like I think everything it's so good. everything they do is is like top tier and they're broadening their reach worldwide and having these kind of like satellite offices Mm -hmm. right to distribute and ship from but now they've gone as far as purchasing a physical purchasing a physical storefront which is the bromfield pen shop in boston and i just find the whole thing interesting so let me read uh Yost's email, he said, uh, 50% of our customers are from the U.S., so it was a matter of time before opening a store there. We already had the office, but a physical store is always something different and feels more comfortable. If we were entering the U.S. market, I wanted to have a location on the East Coast, as it's closest to Amsterdam. Makes sense, right? And for now, the Boston location will stay as is. They'll start to ship U.S. orders from appleboom.com, and uh, they hope to be able to start you know, the, when the travel restrictions ease up, they'll they hope to start working on the shop and doing more with it. So, so cool. I just, yeah, I'm I'm still trying to wrap my head around this that this can actually happen today, right? This doesn't sound like a thing that should happen in our industry. That's why I find it so interesting, right? Like seeing a shop expand internationally i also just think this is a super fantastic story for the original owner of this store Mm -hmm. that they were able to you know i guess potentially to retire or to move on and it go to another smaller like small-ish company essentially it's going from family run store to family run store so i love that story i think that's so cool i mean Mm -hmm. it's so much better than you know I don't really know much about the about the this Brom, the Bromfield pen shop, but mm-hmm. I assume the pandemic's probably been pretty tricky for them. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. this is I would I would hope is like a nice way for them to 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 relax a bit now. Maybe that would yep. be my hope for the owners of that store. Yeah, so, yeah. So super cool. I, I I think this is a great story. I'm happy to see this. Um, these are the kind of things that I think we're going to see more of post pandemic. Mm-hmm. It's like a, you know. A lot of businesses moving around like this, and, and I hope that uh, things continue to be positive. Yes, maybe we've collectively learned how to, you know, work f- this whole working from home thing. We've learned how to to manage our businesses and like make things work where we didn't even consider what options we had in the past. Because mm-hmm. hey, we go to the shop, we stock the shelves, and we ship, and we let people in the building. And now that business model changed a little bit and then maybe opened up some eyes like oh well we can still do that but we've been working on these other things for the past year that seem to be pretty successful too how does that change our future so i like it all right should we take our first break and then talk about what everyone's here to listen to today Mm, (laughs) sorry yeah to listen to me talk about uh my journals because there's only one thing we want to talk about 
Uh, but before we do, let's uh, thank our friends from Pen Chalet for their support of this episode. Pen Chalet sell all of the products that you're looking for from all of your favorite brands. They have great discounts and the very best customer service. Every couple of weeks, you go to Pen Chalet and you can find new products and new discounts as well. Not only can you find rollerballs and ballpoints, mechanical pencils and fountain pens, you can also get ink and refills, converters, pen holders, carrying cases, and so much more from all of your favorite brands. Far too many to even attempt to list all of them. So one of my favorite things about Pen Chalet is over the years that we've been working with them, just seeing their expansion and all of the different types of products they carry from all of these different brands. It really does make it like a first place to go to. Like if you want to buy something, you've got something on your mind, go to Pen Chalet first because not only are you going to get free shipping on orders of over $50 in the US or great shipping rates worldwide, not only are you going to get a 100% satisfaction guarantee, you're also going to get 10% off anything at Penchalet at any time just by going to penchalet.com and clicking the podcast link at the top of the website and entering the password penaddict. That's where you'll get the code that you need to save 10% on anything at any time at Penchalet and to feast your eyes upon a cornucopia of special offers for listeners of this show. What are they this week, Brad? I'm I'm busy trying to make a purchase. Can you hold on? Oh, you really? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we got to hold this thought. So, okay. no, we're, like, um, I'm trying to check out, like, I don't know. Should I check? I sh- Okay, I won't check out. I'll let someone else get it first. But I am. if you don't, I will get it by the time the show's over. But I'm not going to tell you yet because I'm going to tell you the first thing in the list. Okay. The, Dip- the, the Diplomat Magnum Fountain Pen is one of those pens that I haven't used but people consistently rave about it as, hey, this should be an option for your beginner fountain pen, like for your very first fountain pen. The price right now, like it was already an inexpensive pen, like in the $20 range. What it is, it's half of that now. So if you're looking for like a good quality starter pen, that is the way to go. Uh, the pen I tried to purchase <laughs> before I before I had to speak was the uh, Star Wars Boba Fett Rollerball. <laughs> oh my god, that price! <laughs> what? It will be it will be gone by the end of the show probably. But they also have the Chewbacca fountain pen and some of the other Star Wars cross pens that they must just be liquidating because the prices are dumb. And if these aren't sold out like before this afternoon, y'all are y'all are not paying attention um, because I'm going to buy one. I want the Boba Fett, but I'm I don't know if I'm going to be able to click the cart. The Han um, Solo because one I, is available. I'm busy too. talking. Yeah. So um, this is yeah. this. But we we always made fun of these pens because of the prices. Mm-hmm. But at these prices? That's fixed. It's corrected. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good now. <laughs> all right. If you want to go and find this out for yourself, go to penchalet.com. Click the podcast link at the top of the website. Use the code PENADDICT. Our thanks to Penchalet for their continued and wonderful support of this show and Relay FM. Hang on. There's still some stuff. I'm still scrolling. You're there's still scrolling? Oh, no. Yeah. This is, <laughs> this, is, uh, this is an A game uh, that Ron brought today. Ron brought the A game on this on this list. Y'all go, uh, y'all go browse. It's it's pretty solid. All right, spoke design fountain <laughs> pen. Uh, as of <laughs> recording, we're like I don't know, like an hour or ninety minutes away from you actually launching this product to the world. Hmm. I uh, tuned into one of your streams last week. I don't remember which day it was. I think it was Tuesday mm-hmm. or Thursday. No, I think it was it was Thursday stream. Thursday it was thir- last and Thursday. Yeah, I was like. Uh, forcing you in the chat to show off the pen because I didn't get to see it on the Tuesday stream. And so you did like a whole little run through again. And I was freaking out. Like I cornered in it in 
to the office, like, look at what Brad's made. I was so proud of you because <laughs> this is serious. And we're going to talk about the products in a bit, but this is just a big deal because this is like the Brad Dowdy fountain pen. Like, mm. that's a big deal because you haven't done this. Like, you've worked with other companies and and helped them, like, design a colorway for you, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of pressure on the Brad Dowdy fountain pen. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's be clear. Let me alleviate some of that pressure. Brian came up with this design. Like, it's a Brian... Yeah, but you this know, is I've, different though, because this is I your know. company, right? With yeah, yeah, Brian, yeah. like it, it, yeah. I know that, like, like I know that you're very opinionated, but I, it's like similar to me. I don't have the ability to actually design a product mm-hmm. on my own. I need help from people. Like I can express what I'm looking for, and then work with talented people who actually can design this stuff, like properly design this stuff. You know, more than just like, hey, I think it should look like this. What do you think of this sketch? And so, like, and and I know that, like, you know, this is all building on from the incredible work that Brian was doing before you two were working together, right? The Mm -hmm. design cues are there. But this is a Brad Dowdy co-designed fountain pen from the ground (laughs) up. Like, it is because, you know, if Brian came to you and you didn't like it, you wouldn't be like, oh, don't worry about it, Brian. We'll just sell it anyway. Yeah, yeah, right, right. right. Oh, yeah, no, no. I I was definitely, like, you know, I feel, like, some responsibility for it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, what, like, an ownership stake uh, has. You have, like, the final say. You say, like, yes and no on product designs and ideas and how to do things. And so, yeah, we work together super well. Brian's design chops are unparalleled as far as, like, the technical and engineering aspects of it. Um, But, like, I was saying on stream this week, like, before we made a fountain pen brian had really never used a fountain pen in his life right so we work on those things together try to get the design right um you know try to make the spoke style what 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 is it that he and i like so much about spoke and then how can we translate that into not just one fountain pen but three different fountain pens uh two are similar than one's different um it's really cool to be able to work on a project like this, mm-hmm. especially with someone like Brian, who is just immensely talented and like just has this doggedness of yep. making the things work. It's I've I've never worked with someone like that's just as good as he is technically um, and execution wise um, to put something together. And then I put the feels on it, right? Like that's my job is like, uh, I, I make you feel good about it. You are the marketing you tell the story, right? <laughs> like, but that's what you're great at though. It's the skill and yeah. it's needed. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, we're anxious to get this going. Yeah, needless to say, like my, like I'm, I'm pacing, right? Like yeah. anxiety pacing type of stuff. In a good, like it's all positive. Because let's let's talk about before, like there is a lot of there's like a bit of weirdness around this pen because it's also su- supply constrained in like an unexpected way, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 So we'll hit on that. Let's um, let's lay it all out there. Okay. Um, as far as different models go, and then we can get into like some of the nitty gritty and questions you have. Yeah, so it's not one pen; it's three pens, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Which is the mm-hmm. other thing. It's like, a, yeah, <laughs> why two do of one? the three kind of two of the three work off of each other, right? Yeah. So the first one is the Axel S, which is our short fountain pen. 
So think of something along the lines of the Kaveco Lilliput or the in the Kaveco like steel sport. Mm-hmm. Like if you mash those together, this is kind of in between those pins. Um, it's made to be pocketable. It's made to have the cap post on the back. And importantly, it's made to fit a number six size Yovo nib. So all of our nibs are going to be Yovo number six nibs. For now, that's that's, what all of these pins... That is a full-sized nib. That's the full-size nib. Which is incredibly rare, I feel like. I feel like I've never seen a number six nib on a pen this small. I don't don't recall ever seeing this. Yeah, Shown Design does it. He's the first one I know that's that's really done it well. And then some of the smaller makers, like the custom makers, will make acrylic pens to fit because they can do that on a a one-to-one basis. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but like none of like the Kavecos and anyone else making like the pocket pens on scale don't really make those. Like Franklin Kristoff uses the number six in their pocket 66, but that's a longer, wider pen than what the Axel S is. Um, it's, it's really just a little bit bigger than like a Kaveco Lily put, if you're familiar with that. And the, the kind of the rounded ends shape, mm-hmm. um, is a little bit similar to that, but it's a little bit wider to obviously to fit the wider fittings of the number six, which was important to me. Like if we can do it, I wanted to do it. And so it's basically, uh, just like a, a little bit bigger than that, but like not quite as big or dense as like a Kaveco sport. So, the way this one works, and we have to talk about this <laughs> because you'll see why later when we get to the last pin. So there's a middle barrel section. Mm-hmm. And what we've always done at Spoke and why I fell in love with Spoke to begin with and why I was excited to start working with Brian on a permanent basis is his willingness and my want and desire to make all kinds of cool colors, mm-hmm. right? Like to make metal pens with cool anodization and in an effort to make my pen, right? I don't, I say not me specifically, but to make something like super customizable and very neat and unique to an individual, right? Mm-hmm. Someone can go, Oh, this is my pen. It's not a pen. This is my pen because I got to pick the colors and I got to do the things and, and put the parts together. And now it's mine. It's not a pen, right? I think there's a difference. So the Axel S, which is the short version, we have, what do we have? Three barrel colors right now, red, black, and blue. Grip choices, you can have like a black aluminum grip or you can have a a shiny titanium grip. You know, there's a little price difference between the two. They take short international cartridges, um, which, you know, that's just a thing for these pocket pens they're just not big enough to hold a converter and there are short converters out there there's that like technically exist i would i don't there's none that i've ever felt was good enough to recommend i just use cartridges and if you want to refill ink cartridges with syringes go for that things like that so so it is um, there okay so there are products available if you wanted to have a converter but you consider them to be not very good, so you just recommend people just use cartridges for the Axel S. For the Axel S, yes. But if they found a a small converter, they could make it fit. Yes. The international, short international size, there's maybe three or four kind of generic converters out there. Kaveco's Mm -hmm. made a couple. Uh, Some have a squeeze mechanism. Some have like a fake kind of piston mechanism and that just they're more hassle than they're worth okay 
in my opinion. They technically work. They will all fit. So you are free to use them to your heart's content. Um, you know, we're shipping these with the short international cartridges, right? So, um, yeah, it, it's really cool and it's pocketable. It feels great. And I don't know, it's just, I've actually been using this one the most over the last couple of days, which is an odd thing to say because like I, I made like my favorite pen out of one of the models we'll talk about later. So yeah, the, this pen actually works in conjunction with the axle as far as design goes, right? They're similar barrels. It's just the axle, the full-size axle is a longer barrel, which makes it a full-size pen. And these are swappable. We're not selling the barrels individually yet, but we might in the future. But okay. it gives you the longer full-size writing option. You know, the barrel colors are a little bit different. We have storm gray instead of red for this one, and then black and blue. And we have the same grips, the same, you know, black aluminum, shiny titanium. But this one does fit the full-length standard international converters. So you can have this pen, if you like the style of the Axle S, but want to use a converter, you can get a little bit longer barrel and, you know, go to town with that. Or you could buy one of each, keep a converter in there. I mean, keep a short international cartridge in there and just swap the barrels from shorter to longer. So I've been carrying around the short barrel and the long barrel in my pocket and swapping them back and forth. Um, like I'm sitting here staring at my axle and I have the long barrel built in long black barrel with a titanium grip, but I have the short barrel like sitting right next to it because I keep flipping them back and forth to play with because they're nice and they're fun. And, um, yeah, they're just, it's just a cool design. Um, I don't want to say it's traditional in design, but it's traditional in shape. You know, it's your, your kind of longer, skinnier looking fountain pens, no clips on any of these pens, right? The, that's not something that would work with this design that we made. We wanted to keep these clean lines. Um, the axle, the full length one is also postable, right? These have short mm. caps on the front. So this is, these are unique in that the, the threading is at the front end near the nib, right? So it's not a deep posting, threading cap for either the axle or the axle s right which make allows it to post on the back of the pin just screw on the back very easily and not extend the length too long right on the short one yeah. the axle s the axle the length, s is you have to do it basically right like pretty really, much for most people you wouldn't really like it without it without yeah, it too uh, small. Posted. but the axle you can choose really like i think it's more of a like do i like to post or not and if you don't then you're fine right like it's, it's more full size ish what yep. kind of uh size pen would you compare the axle to like give me a, a, a comparison what kind of oh. pen is it because you said like the axle s is kind of like the size of a lilliput yeah that's a good question it is it's about the length of like one of the full-size sailors like the the pro gear when it's standard capped. or the or the 1911 less Sorry, like when, when you put the cap on the back it, it's kind of around the sailor pro gear size like if you post yeah it. It might even be a little bit longer, but it's lighter. Like right. the the aluminum barrel in the center, it's a lightweight pen. Um, it's definitely longer. I think I if can you imagine fully as well because of the way that you've built these with the axle. It would probably feel pretty good to be um, posted 
because the thickness of the pen is basically the same the whole way down. It, it would balance the weight, right? Because I think but, one of the things I tend not to like about posting is it messes up the 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 weight on the back of the pen because you're taking another piece of material and covering it over the back of the pen, right? So like I, I always feel like it messes up the balance. But I'd imagine that the axle is pretty well balanced because of the way it's made. Yeah, that's exactly right. Like it's a straight line from the front threads to the end of the pen when it mm-hmm. like just tapers off the the roundness. And I really like that fully posted feel feel in the regular axle. It's a very kind of brush type of feel the way it's built because the grip section's straight also, right? It's not concave. Mm-hmm. So it's got this continuity that just feels really good when you're riding with it from from the tip all the way right. to the end. It's it's it, it's hard to ex- that one's hard to explain. Um, you know, like when you see it, you, like you'll see like the the rounded ends and the you know the threading where the the cap posts on. But when it's actually in use, it's got this cool feel to where it's just like it's almost like you're using like an, a really really nice pencil you know like how pencils are just long and straight and you like that feel and this is kind of how this is built in but with a lot more detail to it i could imagine it feeling pretty similar to using something like a mark one yeah because that is just a straight cylinder right Mm -hmm. and then it tapers down at the end in the same way that a nib would i suppose so like you know they are both of these pens are just they're not contoured in any way they're just just straight cylinder Yep. Um, which is an uh, again, like I'm super intrigued about honestly all of these. Like I'm not really a pocket pen person, but I, I think mm-hmm. that you may have solved some of my issues with pocket pens mm-hmm. in the way that you've designed this uh, from like a weight perspective. Mm-hmm. And the axle is really interesting to me too because that's kind of more more my speed. There's one more. The other pen is the one I'm most excited about. We're not going to talk about that one yet. Yeah, um, yeah. The colors of the Axle, they're the same offering as the Axle S? There's one difference. So the Axle S has red barrels, black, and blue. The full-length Axle does not have red. It has storm gray, okay. black, and blue. That's just a mixture of our kind of our best-selling pen colors. But right. we'll eventually be able to swap in you know if you like our purples and our lime greens and our cyans we're gonna do all that eventually right this is just kind yep. of the starter set of these because we kind of went a little bit crazy with with the next pin we'll talk about so yep. these are kind of your this i would consider these like our standards and then we'll start mixing in the the wilder the wilder colors so the difference between the axle and the axle s is the uh, like the body of the pen, the grip section and the cap, are they the same on both? Like physically sized? Exactly the same. Right. So it's just basically the barrel in the middle is the only thing that yep. changes in size. Yep. So when I build them before shipping them, I'll grab whichever barrel you order and then my grips and sections will come from the same batch. Because That's very they're clever. Made to fit each other. Mm-hmm. This is very clever. Yep. So that way, like if for some reason, like you really like the Axle and Axle S and that's your style, you can like mix and match the barrels like between the pins that you have and and swap them up however you'd, you'd like to do and swap up the grip sections and things like that. So we like making it difficult on ourselves by offering up lots of fun stuff for you to to customize your pen with. Um, 
I think that's going to uh, really come home to roost on on this next pin we'll talk about. But uh, before we do that, I think we should say the, um, the the pricing on these. So the Axel S, the pocket pin with the black anodized aluminum grip, $79. This ships, you know, with the number six nib size of your choice. We're going to talk about nibs at, at the end. We're going to be a little bit uh, constrained today at launch, but uh, we'll get to that at the end. Um, and with the titanium grip, it's $10 more, $89. The Axle, the full-size one, is $89 to start with the black anodized aluminum and $99 with the titanium. So super competitive prices. I feel like they're that's right where we needed to be, mm-hmm. right where we are, and I think they're going to do super well. It's a very, very unique pen. Talk to me about the uh, aluminum and titanium and what, what what the differences are for you in use. Like, Why would you choose one over the other? Uh, to me, it's a weight. Okay. So the titanium's a little bit heavier. The aluminum is very, very light. So it's cool. I like the titanium grip with the aluminum barrel because it gives you some weight in the grip section. So I like that lower um, center of gravity on, especially on a smaller pin. You want to feel like you'll be able to uh, you're writing with it. Um, but the just the full aluminum is very lightweight like you yep. don't even notice it in your pocket but um it's it's going to hold up very well it's still going to be strong yeah so all of the bodies of the pens are aluminum uh, aluminum aluminium, but yes. it's the grip sections and the caps which you can choose between either aluminium or titanium right and this is a shiny titanium it's not brushed or sandblasted we do offer those um those textures in like some of our pens and pencils, but not yet on the pens. That I just realized we'll something. Why don't mm-hmm. you call it titanium? I don't know. Right? You want you there's an Americans don't call it aluminum instead of aluminium, right? Mm-hmm. Why don't you just like call it titanium? Mm. You know, it's a good, it's a good question. I'll, I, I'll, I feel I'll like s- I'm really breaking something open here, mm. Brad. I'll see if I can get Oprah set up to have this discussion. <laughs> We're going to have to have a sit down now. <laughs> We're going to have to sit sit with Oprah. And, I think we should call it, it titanium out. now. It's aluminum mm-hmm. and titanium. We've <laughs> got to standardize. It's yeah. just too confusing for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like saying aluminum, so... I, it just doesn't, it just doesn't, it's just not commonplace that so people wouldn't know what you're saying around here, but I, I like saying aluminum. <laughs> <laughs> it rolls it off the tongue. It sounds better than aluminum. It, honestly, like it's one, I don't hold this for a lot of like uh, English and American English phrases, mm, yeah. but aluminum is one of them. Aluminum, it sounds like you forgot letters. Like it just sounds wrong when you say it. Uh, not yeah, you, yeah. but anybody. Aluminum yeah. is far superior as a, as a word. Yeah. The only one that gets me is the Zeds. Yeah, okay. And I understand why people don't like all the U's, you know, like all the random U's in places, like in color and stuff. Like it, yeah, I'm fine I with agree. that. Yeah, but it's weird, right? Like it's you yeah. never expect there to be a U there, but all of a sudden yeah. there is one. But just the, the verbalization of Zed always makes me turn my head, like when I'm watching mm. uh, the football broadcasts. Oh, and, right, um, yeah. And they, they drop a Zed on me. I'm like, what? Oh, yeah, okay. I like that you said Zed makes you turn your head. This is basically the start of Brad's <laughs> rap album. <laughs> what All is right, is that everything show? on the Axel and Axel S that you wanted to cover? I for now? think so. Okay. I think so. So, All yeah, right. um, available today. By the time this, you're hearing this podcast, well, they should be available-ish. They will have been available, at Continue least. listening to this podcast yes. to find out all the details. Or at least at this point, go and check. 
<laughs> depending on when you lose money, and then come back and get the rest of the details. Yeah, we'll 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 get out all the all the specs at the end here. This episode is brought to you by Harry's. Far too frequently, we have to make a choice between quality and fair prices. We've all been there, right? You end up trying to save a bit of money, so you buy something, but it ends up being not as great. And then you want something else. You have to buy something else because you're unhappy. And overall, you spent more money even though you were trying to save some. Wouldn't it be nice if you could have quality and fair price and know you're going to get it up front? This is what Harry's is all about. You get factory direct prices and award-winning blades. No choice is necessary. For a limited time, Harry's is offering their starter set plus a free body wash for just $3 at harrys.com slash penaddict. Harry's delivers a close, comfortable shave at just $2 per refill. They believe in quality so much they bought their own factory in Germany so they could own every step of the manufacturing process. The Harry's team combined a simple, ergonomic design with five sharp blades. They source their steel from Sweden and manufacture their blades in a world-class blade factory. This German factory is one of the select few manufacturers in the world to have mastered the technology to create Brad's favorite, the Gothic Arch, which is the Mm. gold standard for razor blade grinding. All of this is why Harry stands behind the quality of their blades so much that they have a 100% money-back guarantee at harrys.com. Brad, can you speak to uh, how much you love Harry's products? <laughs> how much I love the Gothic Arch. Yeah, you're I a big th- Gothic th- Arch fan. I do. I think I need like a neck tattoo right there. It's mm-hmm. like built by Gothic Arch, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is just oh, super yeah. clean. <laughs> just <laughs> Gothic Arch only around here. <laughs> I will only allow a Gothic Arch to touch my neck. No, they're just that good. They, yep. It's I, I've I've said it a million times before. It's one of the just like the best products that I've used in in any category to be able to make the quality, the price, and the consistency over what did we figure it out? It was close to a decade now that I've been using this or eight years or something like that. Um, that I, it's just always good and it always makes you, makes me smile and I always notice it um, when, when I'm using it. And fortunately, I haven't uh, had to use something, something different in and realize how much I miss the Harry's, but I, I think I would if I if I didn't have them available. That's how much I love love the blades, and I, I don't know. I, I can't speak highly enough of them. For a limited time, Harry's has an exclusive offer for Panatic listeners. New customers can get a Harry's starter set and a free body wash for just $3 at harrys.com slash penaddict. That is a $16 value for just $3. You get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, travel cover, and travel size body wash this is an incredibly great deal so act fast while supplies last go to harrys.com slash pen addict to redeem your offer our thanks to harrys for the support of this show and relay fm i did something weird there that i decided to lean into which was mm-hmm. to say body wash that's mm-hmm. not how you say it. it's body wash right like i emphasized it strangely and then liked how it sounded so just lent into it <laughs> body wash body yeah wash. that was that was a little bit different. Um, their body wash is also uh, in my shower. Like, I don't know if that's TMI, but it's it's good stuff. Uh, if you had the body wash, I wouldn't want you to put it anywhere else. Mm, I, true, have, true. I have the Harry's body wash, and I keep it in the kitchen cabinet. I mean, you know that what I would have, be Mike? TMI, because what are you doing with it? In there? <laughs> you know what I do have as we extend this Harry's ad into uh-huh. infinity? The new deodorant is awesome. Oh, I haven't. I didn't see it, but that. that's super cool. I didn't know they were doing deodorant. Yeah. I'm normally not a stick deodorant guy, but uh, I I said, well, let me when I'm getting my uh, my my blades, you know, my my superstar Body blades. Um, I, I threw that in and pleasantly surprised. We could call it deodorant. Mm-hmm. Body wash. Let's not. All right, I want to talk about the very boldly named 
spoke design icon mm. pen. <laughs> what do you this want to talk about? This is a big name, Brad. <laughs> icon? This is, a, this is a big pen, man. This pen is no joke. I did mean to ask, actually, because I, I forgot. Where does the name Axel come from? Is it because of spokes? Like, are you just yeah. leaning into that? Yeah. Okay. And it looks like, and it's got that straight, it's got that really straight cylindrical design. Smart. Um, it's very, it's like very yeah, compatible yeah. with spoke. Icon I, is just something that sounds good. Like it does sound think. good. The name and, surprised me because I was expecting there to be a link between the names and there isn't. And this is hard a, to name a, stuff. Oh, so hard. It's just a nightmare. Uh, and and it, this is not a criticism. I was just surprised by it. Sure. They, they look very much like they are of a, uh, uh, like a family. I mean, there's, there are yeah. some big differences with the icon. Um, but mm. like, if you weren't launching these on the same day, I'd never think about it. Right. Right, right, right. So yeah. that it's it's not necessarily a family of products. There's two products that are from the same family, and then there's another mm-hmm. one, but they're just all launching on the same day. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, because why not, Mike? Yep. This is, this <laughs> why not is do like all the things? The icon, this is when I think about like the Brad Dowdy fountain pen. Mm-hmm. I'm mostly thinking about this one, because this yeah. is a big statement that you're making, I think. Yeah, it is. So this is a really unique design. I don't know if this has been done before. It maybe has. I'm not smart enough to know the history of all the fountain pens. I don't believe that for a ever. <laughs> but the way this came out of our spoke pen, and you know the the spoke, spoke design pen. aesthetic has the spokes in the barrel, right? That's how Brian started the company with the mechanical pencils. That was the design aesthetic and when you decided to make the pen it's like oh let's do you know colored sleeves in these barrels to do something fun for the pen like the gel link pen that we sell for the signo dx refill Mm -hmm. to make some really cool colors right and it's like we did and they went very very well still do very very well and we have fun putting those colors together so brian when we're coming up with the fountain pen trying to figure out how to integrate that same design into a fountain pen, I wasn't sure if we were going to be able to do it. I'm not sure if he was sure we were going to be able to do, to have these type of inserts. And then he comes with me, comes to me with an idea or actually a prototype at the, by this point. He hadn't even told me the idea. And he's like, check this out. And he like unscrews the sleeve from the barrel, the inner sleeve. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Like that's how we'll assemble them. He's like, no, like, you can change this out. Like if you want a different color, like I'll, we'll make a tool that will allow people to buy a fountain pen of a certain color, change out the interior color, you know, accent on their own whenever they feel like it. And I was like, holy crap. Like really? (laughs) And he's like, yeah. And it's like, and it just works, right? Like, so we've built this pen that has the spoke design barrel. It's got all the cut throughs. And then the sleeves that you're used to seeing on our pens, our standard pens, are now swappable and easily swappable. So that's how this pen came to be. And not only that, it We've anodized those sleeves. We've anodized the grip sections so they can match. 
um, we're going to be able to sell those individually mm -hmm. so people can buy extras to swap up their pins as they change wish out in the, the sleeve future. when you change the color of your ink man yeah like that's, that's it's the, that's the move it's mind-blowing to me for a fountain pen to do this uh -huh. and i don't want to overstate that like it's it's in the end it's it's a it's a pen that you you write with but i think it's pretty cool because you can i've always talked about how fountain pens are the most customizable pen on the market right and i've usually gone at that from like well you can find something that matches your style with materials and colors and then matches your writing style with the, the with the nib but this takes it a little bit further in yeah, that you can change a single pen customization is yeah. not really a thing that we that happens i can't recall this either like the idea of like a fountain pen that you buy that once you've bought it, you can then buy additional pieces and change it out in the future. Mm -hmm. That feels like a new concept to me. Yeah, maybe so. Like I actually joked about it in the product copy. You'll have to see it when you when it go it goes live later today. But uh, like I, I made that joke. I was like, I don't know if this is a thing, but I'm I'm glad it is, and it's 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 really cool mike i'm, I'm so into say. it brad you can't even believe like <laughs> i'm freaking out i'm so excited about it because there's like just looking at it it's like it it, it it breaks what i would think i would want so like i was like you know me i'm like oh i'm gonna want like the purple one or whatever but then mm -hmm. i saw some pictures of the all black one with like the colored grips and colored sleeves that's the move right yeah there. like i am in love with this I love it, man. I'm so excited because you'd friggin' done it. You went ahead and made something that looks so cool. I'm so excited. I can't wait. This is it. You've done it. I'm so proud yeah. of you for making this. Uh, obviously, you and Brian. When I say you, I always mean the royal. Uh, yes. But, like I'm. This is. It's so cool. I just love that it isn't just like I made this pen and it looks nice. It's also mm -hmm. something different, which is what you do best, right? Like coming up mm -hmm. with this interesting stuff. Yeah, I just it's fantastic. So cool. How are you selling this? How do people <laughs> buy this? Like with the icon especially, like how do you buy it? Like what's the sale process like? Because it's so customizable. I don't like what do people do when they go to buy the pen? <laughs> it's kind of crazy, Mike. Um there's four barrel colors to start with mm -hmm. and eight sleeve and grip colors. So there's a combination of 32 different options you're going to buy <laughs> in the beginning. Um, we're doing this to ourselves. You know, we, we laugh at danger and break all the rules. Mm -hmm. I, this is insane on how we're doing this, but I wouldn't want it any other way because I want people to feel about this pen the same way I feel about it to where I can take, I can get a barrel in right now, the barrel choices are black, silver, cyan, and purple. And then you can choose inside of that barrel and on the front end grip section, you can choose it, choose black, silver, cyan, purple, you know, and then lime, orange, red, and blue. And that's any sleeve and grip with any of the four barrels. So you can have your black barrel with your lime green sleeve and grip. So you when your, you buy the grip, section and the sleeve you're mm -hmm. buying a pack of each color right no oh you you're can buying choose a, you're buying want... a singular pre-built wow. pen oh you're... okay okay cool okay 
You're, yeah, so there is some, I mean, you're going to be able to customize it, and we'll, we'll get to that. But for your initial pin purchase, the most <laughs> basic complicated thing we could do is pre-build every barrel color with every sleeve and grip option. So that's the 32 pins we're launching with. Right, so, right, black, so if you will go the to black the store barrel, and there will be 32 options, right? And there's yeah. black and black, black and silver, black and blue, black and purple, black and lime, right? Exactly. Okay. So each barrel color will have the eight additional color choices yep. for your accent colors, yep. right? So you have a barrel color choice, which is one of four colors, and then you have an accent color choice, which is one of eight colors. Yep. And you can do any of the barrels with any of the accent colors. What you can't do is say, I want a black barrel with a cyan sleeve and a lime grip. Yep. Right. We're not allowing for that level of customization. But, but, what, but what we are doing is allowing you to buy extra grips and sleeves. Right. So let's just make an example. So you want the black barrel with the lime sleeve and grip okay so that's what you buy that's your pen okay um then on top of that if you want also the purple grip and sleeve you can buy that separately so you have something to swap in and out but you when you do that you buy both pieces of one color together yes yeah yes we're not allowing the full mix and match yet that's a little bit beyond Maybe one um, day, right? What, yeah, one yeah, day. yeah. Oh, that's not an out of the question at all down the line. But like today, it's out of the question. Yeah, <laughs> it's too much. It's too much because there's already we're already like infinity options as it is. So, um, so I could go there and buy. I could buy what I'll probably want, which is a black pen with orange sleeve and grip, and then mm-hmm. I could also pick up a lime sleeve and grip as well. Yes. Right? Which is probably yes. what I'd do. So, cool. yeah, that's the move. So, there's a tool that we've made that allows you to swap out the sleeves. Right mm-hmm. the the grip is the grip sections normal. Like people are used to swapping out grip sections and and things like that. That's just screw on, screw off. You do have a have have to have a little mini tool to reach into the barrel and unscrew the sleeve and then screw back in the other colors. So we'll sell that. That only comes if you buy an additional set of sleeve and grip, but only you only have to buy that your first sleeve and grip, right? So if you wanted to buy your black and orange, right, and then you wanted to add the lime set of grip and sleeve, you'd want to buy the grip, sleeve, and tool combination, which we'll have. But then if you wanted purple, you would just buy the grip sleeve combination because you already have the tool. Uh, okay, so you can pay a little bit extra and get the tool which you would want for the first time. First one, but you don't yeah. have to worry about it later on. Because it doesn't ship as a default with the pen because some people may not want that, right? Yeah. So that's an additional. So this is a more traditional size, shape looking fountain pen. It's a little wider diameter than the axles. Um, you know, it's got a finial on the cap, which looks awesome. It's got a concave grip section, which is, you know, like a traditional fountain pen style grip section. It also has the number six Yovo nib. It fits the standard international converter. And um, I think it's priced pretty awesomely. It's $119 for your initial pen purchase. 
and then the add-ons, like the grip sleeve tool, like if you wanted to make your black and orange purchase, and then you were going to add the lime, you would add $27.50 for the grip, the sleeve, and the tool, and then $20 for any additional grip and sleeve combination part. So it's yeah. a lot to to like take in. and like Yeah, it helps this, to like, see it. You know, like it, it, this is one of those things that it makes so much more sense when you can just see it all on the page rather than hearing mm-hmm. us try and explain it to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, and this just allows us to continue to be what Spoke is and make fun, awesome pens. You know, we can mix and match. We can make new barrel colors. We can make new grip and sleeve colors. We can just do so much, so many modularity options. It's kind of like mind blowing. Um, but not in an, I, I've, I've been, I've go back and forth from calm to overwhelmed. Um, I haven't hit that middle ground yet. (laughs) The more, the more I play with the pens and set everything up, the calmer I get. Um, but I understand it's also intimidating for new buyers. So, you know, that's, um, something we're taking. That's why we're not allowing like the massive customization yet. Like we got to get this started first. Speaking of which, when we get started today, we are nib limited. Um, I know most people who are going to shop aren't going to hear this, but I just want you to know that we only have about 100 nibs available um, just due to some factory delays. So what we're going to do is when we put them on sale today, they'll be on sale by the time you hear this, is you know we'll sell until you know, we're out of nibs and then we're going to continue to offer the pens for sale and they'll just be in a back order state. So we'll start to fill as soon as we get the nibs in. We hope that's, you know, in a few weeks, like the beginning of April, the nibs arrive and then we'll just go ahead and fill in any orders. But I, yeah. I just want to implore people. We have enough pens for everybody. We're just yeah. waiting on it's the such nibs a shame. right now. Because it's like you would assume the hard part would be the machining of the, yep, <laughs> yep. the pens, right? So you put your effort into that. And it's like, yeah. oh, we also need the nibs. Yep. Yeah. In the in the past, we've been short like barrels for like the roadie and mm-hmm. you know the spoke pen and things like that. And uh, refills are fine for those. Here we have plenty of pens for anything, any combo that anyone could want. We just don't have enough nibs. So you'll be able to make essentially a pre-order, back-order purchase. Like you can go ahead and pay and get in line, and then when the nibs arrive, we'll ship them. But after this first batch of nibs is gone, it's going to be probably beginning of April. So don't think you have to do that back order. Like it's fine if you want to, but once we get the nibs, we we just we have all the pens, so we're confident in the the inventory of pens that we have. So we're just waiting on nibs. So don't get bummed out if you don't get what you want today, or you have to wait a month or whatever we're we're in good shape um once once the nib backlog gets released a little bit we'll be we'll be singing so yeah. uh should be good you did say that joe and nibs you use him right yep joe yep. number six so, good yep stuff. and we have the spoke logo etched on there so they look really really sharp very happy with how they turned out so um they're really good i'm so i'm so excited i'm really excited so to see cool. how this I can't goes to get one I'm mostly excited to hear the feedback from people. You know, that's yeah. the most nerve-wracking thing. Like, we can manage... Brian and I can manufa- manage manufacturing, shipping, site building, pricing, all that stuff. But until you get, like, the feedback for something no one's held in their hands but yourself, that's the nerve-wracking part. Oh, it's terrifying. Yeah. 
So I was like, you know, you like it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> people, I think people will like these. Is is my guess. I hope so. Well, I look forward to the feedback coming in. Yeah, yeah, me too. Spokedesign.com. That's where people exactly. Need to go. They can find out everything they need. All right, should we round out today's episode with some STPA? Yeah. All right, let me take our final break first and thank our friends at ExpressVPN for the support of this show. I don't know if you know this, but look, by default, Netflix doesn't is like hiding from you. You don't get to see so many shows, thousands of shows and movies from you because of your location. And you might be aware that Netflix is putting up their prices again. I want you to get your money's worth with your Netflix subscription. And you, so just use ExpressVPN like I do because you might not know that what's on Netflix in your country is very different to what could be uh, for somebody in another country, maybe in the U.S. Well, in the U.K. and Japan, that's a different Netflix. Using ExpressVPN, you can control which country you want Netflix to think that you're in. I've done this myself many times and I've been away and wanted to, to get my U.K. Netflix or when I've been in the U.K. and wanted to get Japanese Netflix because there's some programs that I want to watch. ExpressVPN has over 90 countries to choose from. So every time I run out of stuff that I want to watch, I can change my location, get more content. I just did this as well with uh, The West Wing. We went to watch The West Wing. There was like a special that was on HBO Max, and I couldn't get it. But it was free to watch for anyone. You just needed to give me your email address. Uh, and so we said that we we're in the U.S. I've expressed VPN. I was using it on my phone, and I could watch it. Airplayed it to the TV. So easy. But like this isn't, as I say, this isn't just for Netflix. You can use ExpressVPN to unlock shows on many other streaming services like iPlayer, BBC iPlayer in the UK. ExpressVPN is also super fast. It works on your phone, laptop, smart TVs as well, so you can watch your shows on the big screen with zero buffering. It's perfect quality. It's fantastic. You can make the smart choice to stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth of ExpressVPN by going to expressvpn.com slash penaddict. If you use that link, you will get three extra months free. That's expressvpn.com slash penaddict. One last time, expressvpn.com slash penaddict to learn more and take advantage of that offer. Our thanks to ExpressVPN for their support of this show and Relay FM. Hey, one, one or two little quick cleanup things on the spoke pens. Yes. So the Axel, the Axel S, and the Icon, they'll all ship with short international ink cartridges, right? Mm-hmm. So they'll ship with two blue-black ink cartridges. They're from Monteverde. So you don't have to question, like, where did these ink cartridges come from? I know most people won't use them. I know I have a whole stash of ink cartridges. But you just got to ship it with that because you never know if someone's going to have mm-hmm. the capability to ink them up with. But I want you to know that they're Monteverde blue-black um, that we ordered. Also, the full-length axle and the icon, the ones that can fit the standard international converter, ship with a converter. Okay, so I know sometimes that gets lost in the shuffle. We have that all detailed out on the page, but I I, I did want nice. to mention that. Like if if it fits the part, it's going to ship with the part. So there you go. Yeah, it's always like can be frustrating when you get a pen that can have a converter, but they ship it with a um, <sighs> cartridge, and then you're like, oh, I didn't get a converter I've, for this pen. I've I hate never, that feeling. I've never understood that whatsoever. Why would you do that to yeah. someone? So yeah, so annoying. So the two the two full size pens ship with converters. It's especially annoying when it's a company that has proprietary systems. <laughs> exactly. Right? Because then it's like, well, if I don't already have this platinum converter in another pen, well, now it's like, well, now what am I going to do? I now got to go and buy another thing. I hate that. It's so frustrating. I, I will never understand that decision, but here we are. 
All right, a couple of Ask TPA questions. Jordan, uh, it's got this is a longer one. So, uh, the listener, this is actually some follow up. Yeah, this is a follow up. You can just read through one. this one. Yeah, sorry, yeah. this is a follow up one. So, the listener who wanted input on a good pencil for writing on walls, this is help for them. I work in construction as a painter and wallpaper hanger. Uh, I use a carpenter pencil a lot of the time because it's a big, chunky one. It's easier to grip and the lead does not break, especially when wearing work gloves. That's a good point, actually. And, yeah, you know, the, you want to use a thicker pencil because you you don't have the dexterity when you're working with gloves on or whatever. Exactly but, right. But for fine line work, I found most mechanical pencils are too fine and brittle. The Right in the Rain 1.1 millimeter mechanical pencil is my go-to for precision wall writing. It's small enough of a line to not be obnoxious, but and the lead is thick enough to not break on every little bump in the wall. What an interesting use for that product. Mm-hmm. I am That's so. Cool happy about this email mm-hmm. you know that's why i put it in here one we got an answer but two that answer came from someone with explicit experience yes. on this who also happens to listen to this show and who also happened to take the time to sit there and write the feedback for this crazy ex- specific question this is it. Like I love everything about this. Thank you, Jordan. <laughs> you made my you made my week um, for for doing this. Like this is what I love the most about like this show and this community and figuring these things out. Like I don't have a great answer for this. Like I got some ideas, but oh by the way, hey, I'm a guy who like literally does this for a living and thinks about the products that I use for this. And here's the one. So yeah, cool. so the right in the rain pencil is actually like a pseudo mechanical pencil. Like it looks mm-hmm. like a mechanical pencil, and that yeah. whole thing on it is the lead won't break. So nice. It looks cool. You get it in a bunch of different colors too, and they have yeah. like they have like a camo one, of course, right? Like of course, it's nice. It's nice. That's the market. Yeah, absolutely. I'd probably <laughs> go for that one too. I'd- oh, it's a camo three pack. You get three of them. Nice. It one's like brown, one's like a tan color, and one's green. <laughs> All right, Retro Princess asks, I always hear of how the good fountain pen, fountain pen paper has a coating on it. What is this coating? I have no idea. And, like, I think we also generalize coating as the way paper's processed, like from yep. a finishing perspective, right? Paper can be processed in a different way that makes it feel smoother. Yes. And then we, in turn, use that terminology to differentiate one paper from another as rhodia-coated, Leuchtturm not coated, when the reality is they're probably just, it's probably like a technical finishing process, you know, cold, Yeah, they're not hot, pouring roll, wax on all it this stuff. or yeah. whatever. They, they maybe are just using like a heavier roll so it smooths the paper out more, but that right. actually makes it feel like there's something on top of the paper because you yep. don't feel any texture or impurity in the paper. Yeah. So I won't say that with 100% certainty, but that's, I think it's just the way we've used the terminology to describe a processing yeah. finish and a, the differentiation between those. Uh, the Inky Side asks, we all know the very best gel pen is the Uniball Signo DX. Yeah, it is. The really difficult question to ask, uh, sorry, the really difficult question to answer is which is better, conical tip or needle tip? It's conical and it's not close. Like I don't, I don't think it's difficult. I wasn't expecting um, that answer from you. Mm. I love boy. the needle tip. Yeah. For some reason, the conical design makes for a cleaner line in this particular pen. Huh. Now, there's plenty of needle tip pens that I like. I just don't know that the DX needle is 
better than the DX Conical. I think the Conical's cleaner to me. The needle's not bad, but when you're down in these .38 sizes, you need that pin to have an edge. You don't want any like a lot of roundness in the line. And for some reason, I get more of that with the needle than the conical. Mm. Um, you know, I have it's as soon as the needles came out, I bought a bunch of them. I was like, oh yeah, this is gonna be it. It's great. The conical is better, in my opinion. Um, I yeah, I I just don't think it's close. That's just from my like anecdotal usage of the two. There's nothing wrong with the needle whatsoever. Like it's awesome. I think the conical is better, and I don't think it's close. I want to get some real-time follow-up from the mm-hmm. the Discord, just in a way to make this more confusing. This has come from Cat. <laughs> the <laughs> the process really... of uh, what we would consider coating mm-hmm. is actually called sizing. Yeah, they're really going to go with that word, huh? I know. This is from Wikipedia. Sizing or size is a substance that is applied to or incorporated into other materials, especially paper and textiles, to act as a protective filler or glaze. Sizing is used in paper making to change the absorption and wear of characteristics of those materials. Sizing is used for oil-based surface preparation for gilding as well. So... If a if a coating, mm. if an actual thing is applied to the paper, it is obviously called sizing because mm. that makes sense. Yeah, it's I like we're back gonna... to staples again. <laughs> it stitches, Mike. Oh. <laughs> okay, I love that we've learned this. I'm really gonna have a problem with that name. <laughs> that name. So, but it's basically. Mm, I'm not even gonna try to pretend why they they called it that. It's called sizing. But the process makes sense, right? They're filling in between the fibers, essentially. And then there's a ratio of that on however the paper wants to be manufactured. Um, what they want the finish to be like, how much sizing they use? Question mark? I don't know if I use that term correctly. But I love that that is a thing. So that actually this is one of those things lot. that the more we try and explain... Oh. The harder it's going to get to understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I'm, I'm, I'm demonstrably terrible at that type of thing. Like, I'll just like ramble on. So I should just stop. We will enter this entire episode into the record on that statement. <laughs> <laughs> the two of us trying to explain something. Oh my god. Pollux Ben asks, I have a question about ink flow. I've been writing letters more and more recently, and after a few pages of writing, I start getting hard starts and skips in my pen. Is this the fault of the pen, the ink, or the paper? To try and help, I'm using a Twisby Eco of a fine nib, Pelican 4001 Brilliant Black, and the well-appointed desk vintage typewriter pad. You know the answer, right? Could be any of them. No, it's the sizing. There's clearly not enough or too much sizing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this is crystal clear, Mike. I don't know how you just didn't come to that conclusion immediately. I guess it's the the sizing of the the nib and the sizing of the paper combined (laughs) are making a problem. Because if you had a broad nib, if the size of your nib was broad, then the sizing of your paper wouldn't be so much of an issue, I guess. (laughs) So here's the deal. In this specific case, I've used this the typewriter pad a lot it is one of the most unique feel feeling papers um that i've used a nib on and i've had skipping on that paper because it's it's almost like a squeaky texture to it right so 
as great as that paper is, and I love writing with it, the finer nibs that I like, I've noticed them skipping on that paper because there's a like a real heavy texture to it. Like it's not rough, but I think it's just this paper is maybe playing funky with your pen. Mm. Right? Like with the nib with that metal on the page, it feels different and makes a different sound than any other page I've used. So I would find it better for like broad and stub nibs than like my fine nibs, right? And mm-hmm. then like a tweaky, a tw- tweaky, Twisby Eco. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was a, a good one. Isbo, tweaky Isbo, we'll call it now. Tweaky Isbo. Tweaky Isbo. Um, F nib, <laughs> I just did a review of with the Kaveco <laughs> F nib and had these skips and stuff. <sighs> we have totally lost it this week. This is why we do this, Mike. This is fun. Uh, but yeah. And then on, on top yeah. of that, Pelican inks are historically <laughs> dry. So I think you have a combination oh, of a lot dear. of things um, working against you here. We're both a bit loopy today. So I would start with not using that pad. As much as I love them, It's you just got to be highly specific about what you use on there because of the texture of that pad. You know, I just went to the website to to get the link of that review. Mm-hmm. And I was reminded of a very fun moment I had a couple of days ago when I opened my RSS reader and my brain screamed to me, Lennon Toolbar! <laughs> because a Susan did a review of the Lennon Toolbar inks and I hadn't thought of that in a while and there was just something mm-hmm. so fun to me for my brain to just immediately go back to that moment again. Lennon I, Toolbar! I never don't say it that way and I see it a lot more <laughs> than you do and I consistently say it that way. It's mm. just fun. This is what we do. We have fun with stationery. Mm-hmm. I get to make fun products. You get to make fun products. We get to talk about fun stuff we get to learn things like sizing about things that we didn't know before Um, and i get to ramble on and at some point i should stop so i could go sell some pens so it's the coveco sport gold sport gold spot classic that was the one yeah yeah so i did that review on the vintage writing pad which makes the ink look so good but i noticed some skipping but it was tricky okay yep yep all right that's going to wrap it up for today's episode. I'm going to be very clear of our calls to action today for two places you need to go. I'm going to give you the whole usual spiel that I give you, but you can find us here, you can find us there. There's two places to go. Spokedesign.com, CortexMerch.com. They are the two places that you want to go to buy our wonderful products that we work really, really hard <laughs> on and we promise are so good. <laughs> Please, we would be very appreciative of that. Uh, I would like to thank Penn Chalet, Harry's, and ExpressVPN for their support of this episode. And I'm not going to do the rest. I, I My brain keeps trying to put me there, but I'm not going to do done. it. SpokeDesign.com, CortexMerch.com. Thank you so much for your support as always, and we'll be back next week. Until then, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad. <laughs> <laughs>